Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord God, for your glory filling this place. Uh, I just pray over each and every person here. I just, I want you to be released from uh, thinking that this is for anybody but you. God wanted me to tell you that he didn't come for you to fix someone else in your life. Today, he needs to help you, specifically for you. There may be things going on around you, but he says he needs you to get stronger. 
so you can continue doing what you need to do. You've run out of half because you've given everything. So now he needs you to receive this morning so that you can have more to give. He needs you to take in. You've given out. You've given out all you have. And now you have nothing else left to give. But he says this is the time to be restored and be refreshed. Just get refreshed. Come on, don't even think about it. Man, don't even think about it. I wish this person was here to have heard that song. I wish that uh-uh, he needs to bless you and he needs to fill you up and encourage you and, and, and just, just pour into you. He wants to be overwhelming to you so the thoughts of frustration and worn out and tiredness will be gone and, and just blasted away. That's completely blasted away. It's just restoration and restoration and, and filling and filling and filling so that you can stay on the course and you can stay right before him and all the other things he'll take care of. It's hard to seek God when you're tired. It's hard to seek God when you feel empty. So the whole Matthew 6.33 is almost impossible to seek first the kingdom and everything be added when you're empty and all you can think about is what I don't have. I pray an anointing even after yesterday's memorial. Man, I just pray just for a love in your heart for those who are here and around you and those who are alive. I want you just to just, just begin to just let God just move on you with compassion. Love those while they're here. Love them. Encourage them. Pray over them. Bless them. Smile while they're alive. Father, we just thank you, Lord, as your presence consume this place. Whatever may have come in, the root of bitterness to be removed and be gone. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. We're going to pray out, and they're going to get together things that you want to eat at some point. Now, if you got to bow your heads and pray with me. <laughs> Father, I just pray, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. I thank you, Lord God, that consciously, Lord God, that we know that there's a permanent goal, there's a permanent purpose, a permanent plan, and a permanent blessing. But right now, Lord God, I just sense in my spirit that people just seem to be holding their oil when nothing's going on. Lord, that's your whole message. You said in Romans 5, 8, while we were yet sinners, you died for us. While we didn't even have oil, while we weren't even producing anything for you, you died for us then. Showing us that just because something hasn't come to you, that doesn't mean it's not in you. That I'm going to deliver it to you, but I need you to hang on to your oil. I need you to be a keeper of that oil. I need you to be able to turn that light on. And I know you're talking and you're trying to get people to listen and you're trying to get them to understand. He says, but if you'll just keep your oil coming, I don't care how many years they haven't responded, you just keep the oil coming. You just keep it. When the, when the son, when the bridegroom comes to you, when Jesus comes to you, you keep the oil coming. You keep it before him. And, and as he comes and he speaks, you're able to turn it on and trim your lamps and say, here's Jesus for you. It's not just about me. And I want to thank God for those of you who've been able to come full circle and come around after some bitter relationships and bitter things that have happened to you. Saying, God, thank you that I'm better. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. 
Lord, I just declare to make better. I, I, I thank you, Lord God, even through the communion and, and through this verse, Lord God, and through the word that I, I can start to even sense and even think about trusting people again. I don't want to be around people all the time that I really don't trust. I'm hanging out with people I really can't talk to because I really don't want to talk to. But Lord God, I thank you as you open that door of trust. It's in our time. Our time is coming. Lord God, that we desire to bless you. Because your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed. God is leading me here. And Brother Donald has shared something with me about in our altar time right now, as you're praying, we want you to be fully assured that you know Jesus. We don't want it to be something where I, I know I did that one time or, or that was an okay thing. But as Jesus sees you, we want you to know that he is fully persuaded that neither life nor death nor things to come nor things going, that nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. So God, I want that kind of commitment that nothing separates me from the love of Jesus. Nothing can take me away. Nothing can separate me. As your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, there's a word from someone who comes hundreds of miles away that's you and you're in here you're saying I, I need that where I'm not separating myself that's you I want you to just raise your hand we just want to pray over you do not want you to feel embarrassed thank you put your hand I do not want you to feel like you're just you know the worst person in the world because if so we all would be there now you're, you're, you're here man you said I'm saved I'm, I'm, I'm blessed but man I, I'm so easily separated by this one thing and I don't want to know what the one thing is but you know what that one thing that can make you get off your worship and make you get off your praise and make you get off your belief and even at times make you even get off your faith because it's been happening over and over and it's been happening for so long that it just distracts your faith and makes you even want to change your name from what you've been believing God to, from, from being healed to being sick, from being blessed to being broke, from, from, from being uh, attracted to the things of God, to despising the things of God. Whatever is trying to change your name, he said, I need prayer to make sure this thing, this thing needs to stop. That's you. I want you to raise your hand so we can pray over you as well. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got people that love me and I don't even know how to love them back. They love me more than I think I love them. And I, I, I hate that I feel that way. And I want to be sure of that. I want all of you guys to stand to your feet. Put one hand over your heart. And lift the other hand toward heaven. We're going to pray for the life of Jesus in someone and the act of separation to be gone. Gone forever. Amen. You guys repeat after me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thanking you for Jesus. Thank you for sending him when I was at zero and he gave me everything. I want to respond to that, to that death and resurrection today to provide complete connection with the Lord Jesus Christ. No more separation. I walk with you, Lord. And my born-again moment for eternity. In Jesus' name, amen.
Now, I want you guys, I pray, and each and every one of you lifted your hand a second time and saying, I just, God, I, I want to be just stuck in there with you. I want to be right there in your presence, Lord, and not allow things that have pushed me off my faith and pushed me off my belief and pushed me into doubt that because I've been waiting for a while, Lord God, help me not to give up on what I've waited on all this time. I receive, God, the integrity to stay with it. I refuse to change my name. I refuse to trade my birthright for just a pot of something when you've got a whole kingdom for me. I refuse to sell for the pot. I'm going to go for all that you have for me, and I'm going to live, and I'm going to walk in, and I'm not going to sell out my birthright. I'm not going to give in to the hunger or to the thirst or to the appetites. God, you've called me to be victorious and an overcomer, and I can't sell it. My children my grandchildren, my children's children's children. You've called me to be this person today so that they can be who they are. And Lord, I just want to put closure to ever trying to sell myself off to be something other than who I am in this body. Come on, I repent of that. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to action. When it came up in me, I thought God didn't love me. I'm sitting here with you guys. I thought, God, there's no way you meant for me to be a pastor. No one even comes here. No one even likes me. How could you want me to be a pastor? I'm, I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to go speak to everybody else. He says, that's good. You can go speak to them, but you're still a pastor. You're still what I called you to be. You can go to all the crowds you want. You can go out of the country. You're still a pastor. I called you that when you were in your mother's womb. That did not change. You can go decorate yourself. You can go do whatever you want to do. You're still the man of God that I called you to be. I want to say that to you. You're still the person of God that God called you to be. He did not do it by accident. It is not a mistake. He meant for you to be you. And don't get to the end of this world, live in all your life, and find out you never became who you were supposed to be. Father, we just thank you. We receive it together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.